Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and it's Cutting Through the Matrix on June the 25th and this is a special podcast of Cutting Through the Matrix. So it's an update to the show that I did on April the 30th about the case of Katerina Jaliva, who's a woman in Utah who had her son taken from her by the state and is in an ongoing court battle to have him returned to her. I recently interviewed Katerina to find out the latest developments in the case as she prepares to go to court once again this Thursday, June the 28th. So following is the audio interview. I'm also putting up on the website an updated letter from Katerina that gives detailed background information on her case. And I'll put up links about Utah's CPS, Child Protective Services, database with its false allegations and foster histories. It's quite a... It's quite a, a state because there's so much to do, so much to do with money scandals and uh, false accusations and so much cover-ups that's been in various newspapers and various articles over the years. This big business, of course, is the child snatching business because you have all the different professionals involved who get in on the act, all the different uh, uh, psychologists, therapists, etc., etc. The law business itself—it's a—it's a—it's a growing industry, of course. And where we get a, go- a growing industry, I think decency, honesty goes out the window, and that seems to be the case. So, I'll put the, the following up. This is a, a, a printed article along with the audio of the interview, and you can listen to it. Uh, tonight. Remember the court case is on Thursday and if you want you can contact the various people involved uh, to do with the court case and show approve, show your, your, that you're behind basically justice being done for once perhaps because it's very difficult for anyone in these kind of cases to get their children back. It doesn't matter if the judges, as in this case for instance, said there was no evidence whatsoever that the specialists involved with sexual abuse cases says there's no evidence at all. And uh, it doesn't matter that the judge even recommended their child be given back. Uh, that doesn't matter anymore in these kind of systems because, as I say, uh, it's a massive business really and they don't like losing. Those people who control the business, they love to to always win, win, win. And of course, if they lose one case, it's obviously going to be followed by more people uh, going the same way and they start losing and they cannot have that since it's a growth industry and very lucrative, lots of good, high-paying jobs for those involved in the CPS and the law business in itself. So here's the following interview with Katerina Jaliva. Well, it's already been... Over seven months. Mm-hmm. That's been my son. Um, no evidence. No clear and convincing evidence. Protective order has been extended mm-hmm. again yeah. <laughs> with no evidence. Again, so as of today, no, I haven't seen my son, and I have been narrated by all agencies involved, which is the uh, uh, DCFS. The Child Protective Services, which have written a report saying that I am not guilty. Not only that I'm not guilty, but that there is no evidence whatsoever of child abuse. Um, as well as uh, detectives that have investigated the case, they as well have said that uh, there is no evidence. And didn't the lawyer say that too, that uh, she saw no evidence there? And the judge, I should say, the judge said so. Yeah, but um, on the last uh, 
date that I went to court, the judge admonished the um, counsel of the petitioner, my ex-husband, that um, they need clear and convincing evidence evidences if they want to move um, towards um, terminating my parental rights, mm-hmm. which they don't have. Yeah. So, yeah. And but meanwhile, too, with the, the guardian ad litem, uh, they've been playing games with you too, trying to stop you see, seeing the son. And another, another hand, they're telling you that you can't get access to see him or even talk to him. So it's a catch twenty-two for you to make you look bad, bad that you haven't got in touch with your son. Because if you do so, you're breaking a court order. Yeah. Exactly. And by the way, they uh, used another thing <laughs> in one of the uh, documents I got. Accusing me of being a bad mother because I missed my son's birthday for the very first time since he was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the nine years, they said um, that uh, I missed his birthday and I didn't even call him. Mind you, I am barred from calling him yeah. or contacting mm-hmm. him in any way. And they said that I didn't con- contact him <laughs> and I'm not so eager to go to jail. You know, and they said, I'm a bad mother because I didn't contact her. And, and that's what they bring in front of the judge. You see, they'd say, well, this, this woman hasn't tried to contact her, ch- her child. And then you'd have to say, well, I can't do so because it's illegal. <laughs> and and uh, the... According to the court order. Uh-huh. Yeah. And by the way, um, I did send an email to the guardian at Lydam acknowledging that it's my son's birthday. Yeah, and she said nothing. And in the uh, document, they sent me, um, accusing me of being a bad mother because I missed my son's birthday. Yes, catch-22. Exactly, exactly, yes. And what else has happened in, in the meantime, too? Did, didn't this guardian ad litem, Roder, try to get you to sign your rights away for something? Oh, oh yes, she did. Um, well, she tried to bully me um, into signing waiving my rights away um, as far as medical records go. <laughs> she tried to um, tell me that I am court-ordered. She tried to tell me that I am court-ordered um, to waive my rights to uh, as far as um, privileges go, as far as medical rights and, um, go. And I said, well, actually, I'm not, and I'm not going to sign my rights away. Yeah. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, if you don't, uh, I will not allow the, the therapy to happen, and I will not allow you to see your son in therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this uh, was confirmed by the therapist. What I did was I uh, modified the waiver. And this is how I went around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But didn't she try to use the... I mean, the whole thing is intimidation, as though she were a judge herself, which is not. Jury and executioner. Yes, uh, and therefore, I'm, I'm sure this technique works with a lot of people because they're scared of law, they're scared of authorities, and it's a bullying tactic, and it's a deceitful tactic because she has no right to ask you to sign any rights away whatsoever. <laughs> She's not a judge. And even a judge can't you ask, demand that you sign your rights away. None. None. So she's using the color of law to to strip you of all your basic rights. Yeah. Yes. There, 
this is actually uh, my rights are protected under the HIPAA law. Yeah. Um, just, just, just like it's very similar. Um, what you have between your doctor. Yes. Very, very confidential. Yeah. You know, the, the same um, b- b- between a preacher. Mm-hmm. A preacher cannot be asked to disclose what you disclose mm-hmm. between him and you. Yeah. The same thing. And what she said is that if I don't do that, I will be tempted. Yeah. But I, I was not bullied by that. Other people were, mm-hmm. and they did uh, sign those papers, and they did suffer consequences, unfortunately. See, the only way you can give your rights away is to to literally volunteer them. That's the only way you can do it. Yeah. And unfortunately, Alan, uh, because your children are at stake, people do that. Because if I do that, I will will not lose. Actually happens is you do lose them. Yes. Because that, that's all the judge goes by. Is, is really the, the top and foremost is that whatever you sign comes up as evidence before anything you say verbally. So they go by the signature. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's who's in charge of that whole department there at the top? Well, for the most part, these people are unfortunately they um, by themselves. They don't, they, they think they don't answer to anyone. That's why they act the way they do. Mm-hmm. But th- this particular person, Amber Ruder, um, ha- has been acting so maniacally. Um, someone got wind of her action. And, and um, th- there is a person, a, the director of the Office of the Guardian of, of Vitam, of the state of Utah, his name is Rick Smith, and um, he approached um, another attorney of a case that she's been involved in, and um, he does have um, his information out there for anyone interested, and um, I don't know if you want that information. Sure, put it up, why not? I do have it, and for anyone who wants to contact him, he does have an email, and that's the email. It's loriab, L-O-R-I-A-B, at email dot U-T court dot gov, and um, please contact him, and he is... Um, the one who basically supposed um, <laughs> to govern mm-hmm. yep. these people who are rampant and doing whatever they they're doing, breaking up families and mm-hmm. acting the way they're acting. They're like rough riders, they call them. Rough riders, they're left to themselves, and it's almost like no one's supervising them. And they're used to getting their own way, and... And of course, since they are um, taking public money, they're answerable to the public regardless. And so the supervisor has to answer any complaints put in about any of the staff underneath them. And that's what should happen here. Yes, we um, don't own our own children. And we are paying these people to steal our children from us. Yeah, and it's a great business for them too. Yeah. Yes, we're paying for our own change. Yeah, we are. 
children go, as far as property goes, and that, that, that how far it's gone. It's gone too far. Yes, it has. We must speak now, or where is it going to go? Yeah, it's, it's just uh, you're in chains. Everyone's getting put under under lock and key, basically. We're getting put under agencies, so many agencies of the government. But when it comes to family uh, courts and so on, these should be wide open to the public regardless because otherwise they're called a star chamber. A star chamber is where you've got a judge and a couple of lawyers, and all they do is debate points of law, and they don't care whether, you know, what the outcome is to the, to the people sitting by, the actual victims of all of this. As long as they get paid, they get paid, and they can do a little game of points of law and show how clever they are. Uh, they, they forget they're dealing with real people here, you know. We aren't people to them. We're case numbers. That's right. And th- these aren't children. These are just... Um... Clients, they call them, yeah. Yes. Clients, yeah. Clients. And again, that's a legality, a fiction in itself, because um, it, 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 they do the same thing with those with, with mental problems. They appoint a, cli- a, a guardian over them, supposedly, and then they call them clients. It sounds better th- than a prisoner, you know. Yeah. And it's a legal sounding term, like a voluntary thing. They wanted to be a client, as opposed to the fact that they have no say in the matter whatsoever. Do we have a say? Do we really have a say? Not when it comes to this. The the the, the, the big exception with uh, with children and children's uh, services, as they want to call themselves, is that whenever a complaint is lodged, the child is immediately snatched. And then they start looking for evidence afterwards. And there's a lot of maliciousness involved, too, from people who want the child, you know, other parties. And uh, and then, again, the, the court system is a merry-go-round that goes on forever. And they can even go right back to square one and put the initial complaint in again after it's all been cleared. Uh, incredible games, because there's nothing humane in law whatsoever. There's nothing humane in it at all. It's a points of law. It's their little chessboard. And, and what, what lawyer uh, knows more than the other lawyer? But the fact is, too, it, it, it's a rigged system. It's a Masonic game, basically. And, uh, incredible moneymaker. Incredible moneymaker. Bureaucrat after bureaucrat, and they all get paid. All of them. All of them. And they all make reference after reference after reference. And, mm-hmm. people, and you gravel to them. That's what they want. I keep mentioning a movie. It's called it's called The Trial by Kafka, and it goes through the whole court system to show you the absurdity of it all. How it's really there to, to sustain itself, and how people who are accused they don't even have to know what they're accused of, and yet they go around in circles, groping to the next lawyer, to the next lawyer. And everyone gives them tips, so there's an even better lawyer. And you go up the chain of lawyers and until you're utterly bankrupt and you're on your knees asking for anyone to help you. And, of course, if you don't have the cash, that's it. It's, over. It's, it's, a, it's a leech is what it is. But it's also big business. It's, it's a growth industry. It's big, big business. Yeah. So what is the next step that you have to go through? What the next step is, um, <laughs> there's so many steps and it never ends, does it? No. Um, it's a pre-trial 
after a pre-trial, after a pre-trial, and it's wonderful. And for me right now, um, I have to go to a mediation to mm-hmm. agree <laughs> um, to to agree with my ex-husband to to something which I'm not going to to budge or agree to anything other than get my little boy back. Mm-hmm. So, and if that doesn't happen, then I go to another pre-trial, which is a joke. It mm-hmm. really is a joke. Yeah. So, if that doesn't happen, then I, I, I go to a real trial, hopefully. Um, and then I will um, not agree to anything other than a, a win. Mm-hmm. A real trial, do you mean by, by jury or... There's no such thing. No. A star chamber. Yeah, like, no, no. There's no such thing as a jury in a family court. You understand? This is, this is how it is in China with all uh, cases, actually, in China, even criminal cases. They have no juries. Yeah, yeah. no jury. No jury in a family court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Family court in a jury, that, that's an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. So it's simply superior people with their superior little bits of degrees. Uh, arguing points of law and you're sitting in the dark as you're supposed to be and you simply obey them and go away like a good little nobody. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And the constitution in a, in a family court is toilet paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they make their own rules as they go along. Yeah, their own rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, when do you think the next one comes up? Oh, my mediation... Um, is on uh, um, June 28th, uh-huh. and uh, then I have the pre-trial on June 29th, mm-hmm. and I hope everyone, um, I, I hope everyone just uh, contact the court very much. So I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that has a similar problem, everyone who cares, everyone who's a parent, everyone who has a heart and soul. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, it's up in the air, really. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, though, isn't it, that in a country that pretends that it's a first world country. Oh, we're not. Not, not at all. Not anymore. That really, it's just like communist China. Oh. Whereas they say there's no juries, the courts are closed, and for all cases, and you have these superior people... And I watched a video recently where literally the peasants were on their knees in front of a judge pleading, like, like something out of the medieval period. Yeah. And that's what they want here too, because there's absolutely no supervision. There's no redress to anything. And, and uh, they're so used to now getting all their own way. You understand that all this comes from the laws they've signed at the United Nations under rights of the child. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. And... Um this uh, guardian ad litem, which is a, I really hate even saying that guardian sounds very nice, but this person, Amber Ruther, mm-hmm. she asked uh, the judge to um, give me a, a, a gag order so I cannot speak. Yeah. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not even talk about the, 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 this. First Amendment, it's First Amendment, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. No, T- take your child, first take your child, and then take the free speech in your First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, you know, the judge denied that, so I am trying to take, to um, give as much 
what uh, that's been happening to me uh huh what, 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 I've had to do with that. Yeah, what happened? Tell tell people what happened. Oh, um, well, <laughs> that's what the other lawyer who's actually been charged with, with a felony. She's uh, like my ex <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> who's been charged with domestic violence and his lawyer is also a criminal, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. attracts like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they've... they've Sniffed each other out. <clears throat> so what the so what the other attorney does is he pretends that I am not um, representing myself. Uh-huh. So he he keeps sending um, his his documents that he's filing mm-hmm. to some phantom lawyers, not to me. No. Um, just hoping that I don't get them. Uh-huh making it even more difficult for me to... Uh, and therefore, if you don't turn up at a court hearing that you know nothing about... I almost missed one of the dates by one day, one day. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I really did. And I put it on the record in front of the judge uh-huh. that I, I am a pro se. I am uh, representing myself, mm-hmm. which that means. And, and um, he, he continues to... Send them off to phantom... Lawyers. <laughs> I'm sorry to, to be that honest, but that's what it is. You know, and, and some attorneys, that's what they do. You know, when you don't have anything going on for yourself, you just do the trick. Yeah, so if you didn't phone the court every day, you would never know. I have to do that every day. On top of my job, on yeah. top of my legal research, and on top of that. And it's very, very exhausting. But mm-hmm. um, if you want your child back, what a trick, though. That, that means if you don't hear about it, because it's gone off, to, he's posted off, not to you, but to someone else, that probably doesn't exist. Yeah. And they never call you back. They never follow the mail, because mm-hmm. they don't represent you. <laughs> that's, it, that's what I mean. So, therefore, you, you don't turn up at court because no one's told you, and, and then it looks bad on you. And that's what they're after, of course. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Amazing. Yeah, and if you don't show up to court, guess what? The court automatically... Uh, rules in the other part uh, sure. because you're yeah. Notion, yeah. right? Yeah. So for all the, all those people out there who think that the like the law system through all the movies have watched and all the TV series of what? Oh my goodness, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, it's diametrically opposite of what the. Absolutely. Yeah, Jack Zalal was a big, a great uh, philosopher, and he said that uh, everything to do with police work. Dramas, movies, and the legal system is all propaganda. It always was and is propaganda because it's nothing like the way they, they, they brainwash you into believe. You're looking for justice here and all you get are dirty tricks. Dirty tricks, yeah. yeah. And all the judges that can't sleep at night because they're so worried about these people that don't get the right um, judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Only in the morning. That's in the movies. They look uh-huh. at you and they see an ATM machine. Yeah, that's it. Every <laughs> yeah, you're a court case number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't even pronounce your name. They don't. They don't care. They don't care. No. Absolutely. It's a conveyor belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Of cash. ATM machine, conveyor belt, mm-hmm. a case number, next case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very psychopathic. Very psychopathic. So what we'll do is I say keep in touch and we'll keep up on this and I'll put this up and mention it on during the week as well. And we'll see what we can do for the upcoming hearings and so on. 
and see if we can add some weight to it, at least get some openness and, and uh, shine some light into these dark corridors. Okay? We must, we must, because um, if we don't speak now, we must hold our breath forever. Yeah, and that goes for many people who haven't had it done to them yet. Yes. Never mind the ones who are going through the same thing. They're all over the country. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But thanks, thanks for being on, and I'll, as I say, keep in touch. Thank you, Alan, so much.